You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Welcome to this week's edition of the Yarra Bosque Users Group Radio Show for Monday. The looks across checks notes, third of July, twenty twenty-three. We're proud to acknowledge the Yarundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, traditional owners of the land from which we transmit people-powered radio. Thank you to Democracy Now for the last hour of current affairs. My name's Chris, and Yarra Bosque Users Group Radio. Oh, we're a little half-hour program, or 28 minutes, uh, of such, about cycling, bicycles, getting around without a combustion engine, uh, urban mobility, micro-mobility, all parts in between. And today's show, got quite a bit to discuss. And first up, I should say thank you to Democracy Now! for last current affairs. If I have, I'm repeating myself. But we have some wondrous news, and if you've been listening to the station for the last little while, and if you're permanently welded to 3CO, you know it's been our Radiothon. Now, each program needs to make a target so we can keep this uh, strong and diverse community radio station on air. Now, Yarra Bosco uses group radio. We had a target of $1,300 to make during the couple of weeks of Radiothon. And I've been um, given the wondrous news that we have made $1,751. We've gone way over our target. So thank you so much, you beautiful people, for subscribing to Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio. And the, the beauty of God going over budget is that helps the rest of the station. It evens things out. It's... Yes, and that is indeed the end of the song. And if you ever wondered what that is, that is shown a knife. Cycling is fun, and it's the original 1981 version. You might be more familiar with the, I think it was the 1984 version, which is a bit more boomy, a lot more kind of 1980s reverb. But yeah, so yes, thank you to everyone for helping us make our target, and. If you can still donate online, you can go to 3cr.org.au. And if you don't have time to call, you can SMS a pledge of support to, puts my uh, reading glasses on the right way, 0488 And you can also call 94198377. So, yeah, thank you so much to all of you wonderful people. And if I can find, if it's still here... Ah, uh, where are we? That sound effect. Now, it's that time of year of where we all, well, a couple of us turn into uh, amateur Tifosi. And uh, if you're wondering what I'm talking about, it's this. 
it's Tour de France time and it's Tour de France femme and Tour de France homme. And it's a little bit of a, well, actually, it's a big bloody uh, downer this year. Because we're situated, in, obviously, in the Southern Hemisphere and we're away from the rest of the world, we've had communities develop in Australia, online communities of, you know, your pocket fam sitting there watching the tour or any other pro cycling stuff. And unfortunately this year, the platform, which is Twitter or someone's vanity site now, which has turned into last 24, 48 hours, a lot of things have been rate limited, as in you can't have more than, I don't know, I'm just um, wildly paraphrasing here, you know, you can't look at more than you know, five, 600 accounts before you can't look at anything. Hey, wonderful, brave new world of corporate, oh, I could say a whole bunch of stuff here and I get myself into trouble. Isn't it fantastic how petulant individuals of a very super privileged background can uh, just kind of make arbitrary decisions and just destroy a little bit of joy and fun that you look forward to every year online in such perverse ways. But uh, yeah, th- thanks, mate. Uh, really well done, you. I have to watch TV now without uh, kind of watching all those uh, yeah, what we call special comments from you, on your mates in the, the uh, couch penaton. No, I'm not very happy about it. But <sighs> I suppose it's small beer compared to what you're just uh, listening to in on. Uh, democracy now about heat domes and the need to drastically uh, diminish our output from the way that we get about but what do we do what do we do well i was uh, quickly pivot to uh bicycle network just uh did um or they put out the news that Herald Sun put together five modes of transport against each other, which offered the quickest pick-hour commute in Melbourne's west. And, uh, yeah, it was great to get involved. From the, This is from Bicycle Network. And the bicycle got the chocolates on the day. especially pertinent seeing that the west of Melbourne is copping an absolute shellacking at the moment with lots of infrastructure works and lots of PT infrastructure works and uh, bus replacements. Uh, back in a previous life... Um, I did I did actually one of these uh, commute challenges and we did it with the um, ABC 774, ABC Melbourne it's called now. Yes, and again, the bike one on the day. It's that uh, point-to-point travel thing with which our bikes are fantastic about and there was something that came up in a design guide, i just like to bring this up, where uh, Dutch Cycling Knowledge Clips, and this is on YouTube, five design principles for bicycle infrastructure and the, one of the most important ones is directness. Safe and successful bicycle infrastructure is built upon five design principles. These principles apply no matter where you are in the world. Whether you're a beginner or an expert, if you're applying Crow, NACO, these are acronyms, if you, I'll put this into the podcast description, or any other design standards, these design principles apply to each situation. This one I'm looking at is that they go into one of the design principles, which is directness, which is harking back to what the Bicycle Network commute challenge was. The principle to create a short and fast route in making the bicycle a competitive transport mode. And another thing I... I mean, you know, you have that uh, kind of a bit of a meme statement in the last little while. I was how many years old when I remembered? I was how many days old when I learnt this? Today I learnt, and I really should know better than this, 
is that when we design uh, major routes and the like, or uh, I should say road projects, that it uh, the thing with cycling, it is not immediately cycling infrastructure designed in. It's uh, that one. That one actually threw me, and I uh, just said. And it was an interesting point that was brought up in the latest Not Just Bikes uh, video. The Netherlands put in road design guidelines when so when roads are upgraded and planned, they upgrade the bicycle infrastructure along the road as well. Apparently, um, Roads Project Victoria, it's only a you know, small amount of smaller percentage that do this, you know, and everything else is a bit of a tack on. And that's why we get stuff, as we've discussed on this show many a time, of it gets to a conflict where, where it's at uh, feedback stage or public consultation stage and it turns into bizarre, intense uh, arguments over relatively modest transport changes. And if we had a better, more joined up, integrated, vertical, whatever stuff you want to throw at it, a better approach, we wouldn't be having this constant conflict between putting in bicycle infrastructure and just simply another mode that will help traffic flows in built-up cities like Melbourne. Like, you know, I've been here, what, 30, 33 years and I've seen the population in go from just under three to over f- possibly five at the moment, million people, which is a really large city, to be honest, by um, world standards. Uh, what else can I talk about? Well, ah, this is, this is a biggie. This is something, a piece of local infrastructure that uh, not only Yarrabug, but a lot of other people have wanted changed for a long, long time. And I know for some people, you love it because it's part of your cardiovascular workout. What am I talking about? I'm talking about Gibbs Street Steps. And in the last 12 months or so, we've actually seen promises and statements and funding and implementation of, finally, with Parks Victoria and tenders and the like, of the steps down there at the end of uh, Gipps Street, which link up with the end of Gipps Street. They link up the main Yarra Trail. They link up with Yarra Boulevard across the other end into um, Kew, into the city of Burundara. It's blocked off at the moment and there's a lot of temporary fencing. So it looks like it's indeed happening. And there's, you know, that sign of uh, it's really serious when they've got the uh, temporary toilets in. So, so it's amazing to see that I think I think we got involved with Gipps Street Steps around about 2005. And a lot of other groups like Bicycle Victoria, Bicycle, now Bicycle Network were involved as well. And now we have uh, finally, what? 18 years we for a relatively modest piece of infrastructure, but I will admit it technically, engineering-wise, it is really difficult down there because you've got a lot of backfill and it's a bit of a ravine down there to Abbotsford. But it looks like it's the go, people. Fantastic. But again, as, as um, I've had so many false starts over almost 20 years to do with Gibbs Street, I'm still a little bit hesitant, but I really hope, I really hope that this really happens this time. Okay, after the break, I'm going to be chatting to uh, Councillor Edward Crosslands from City of Yarra about some things that Yarra are up to and also uh, just touching base upon any cycling issues that we've been been doing around Yarra. Yarrabug would like to thank our sponsor, Vacro's Second Chance Cycles, for their financial support. Second Chance Cycles is a fantastic community workshop that recycles bikes, trains people in bike mechanics, and sells bikes to the local community. 
If you have a healthcare card, they'll give you a bike free of charge. To find out more, search for Vacro online or drop into the underground car park, Harmsworth Street, Collingwood, any Tuesday or Thursday. Today on Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio and Community Radio 3CR, I have Councillor Edward Crosslands from City of Yarra and we're going to have a chat about uh, some of the things that uh, Yarra is up to. You there, Edward? I am indeed. <laughs> How are you going? Pretty good. Uh, I was just having a look at some of the testing cycling improvements around the Yarra area and it's um, great to see that um, this is proceeding. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Uh, we've got a number of locations where we're doing a couple of trial pop-ups and we're currently seeking feedback from the community on how they think they're going, any additional improvements they think that could be integrated into those and any other opportunities that they think might be worth exploring as well. That's great. Because, yeah, that, that, that sort of thing on uh, it's on Nicholson Street in Abbotsford, it's a, people have been looking at that for years and it's great that... Uh, these little small but vital improvements happen, and uh, and it's also like part of your council plan and the Yarra's uh, strategy, transport strategy. So, like you keep that connectivity and accessibility for for the network. Yes, very much part of our transport strategy. Uh, we undertook quite a extensive engagement for that process, where we identified a number of key routes and corridors, and. We know that the intersection of Nicholson and Lennox Streets forms a really important north-south connection through the area of Abbotsford and Richmond. Yeah, and it's a really important point I'd like to bring up here. You're actually being quite pragmatic in some of the, uh, the council's information about some of the routes about the uh, New Deal for Cycling Network, where that mm-hmm. currently only 39% of these routes reach minimum safety compliance for cycling. And it's good that a council is coming out and saying that. Yeah, well, we're doing our best to incrementally, over time, try and get them all up where possible to what is an agreeable standard. Because we agree that right now we know the best way to get more people cycling is to make sure that they are physically and, you know, that they know that they are safe to ride in these uh, dedicated, ideally, cycling lanes. So we're trying to incrementally upgrade as appropriate. Yeah, and it's also great to see that in principle that uh, the long-standing Elizabeth Street uh, separated trial is, you know, with fullness of time will be made permanent. Absolutely, yeah, very excited about that, particularly knowing that that area of Richmond and into Abbotsford has a lot of growth happening in terms of population and we need to make sure that there's the infrastructure in place 
so people can safely walk, cycle, catch public transport uh, through that area so they're not just reliant on cars. And in particular, cycling along that route is really important to get into the city and further east to the eastern suburbs as well. Yeah, because it also connects into what the city of Melbourne have is you go across um, Hoddle Punt Road into Albert. So it's a connector between two LGAs with protected infrastructure. That's the one, yeah. So if people are interested, they go to testing improvements to Yarra's cycling network, and that's at yoursayyarra.com.au. And also have a look at some of the other projects that Yarra is up to. Now, there's some um, important stuff that uh, uh, the councils are doing at the moment in terms of outreach. Do you want to have a talk to that a bit? Absolutely. So we've got a number of ways you can engage with council, whether it's jumping online on your say and letting us know your thoughts on this and or other projects. You're also more than welcome to attend one of our in-person engagement forums that we have. And we have a number of them. So you can head along to meet the mayor, have a chat with Claudia and let her know your thoughts on this and or other matters. And we've also got councillor conversations with community, which we hold regularly. And we also do Community Tuesday events, as well as additional pop-up uh, engagement forums for particular matters. So with that, we actually have a Meet the Mayor forum today. So if you happen to be around Clifton Hill, the next forum is at 2.30-3.30 at the Clifton Hill Skate Park in Quarries Park in Clifton Hill. And in terms of the Council of Conversations with Community, we have our next one of those this Saturday at 10am to 12 midday at the Hive Shopping Centre on Victoria Street in Abbotsford. That sounds like that's the go. And with this, can, is this a general thing you can just ask and, and uh, a councillor or the mayor a question? And what's the follow-up process to this? You know, if people are, if, if they've never done this before, and where does it go? Yeah, absolutely. So these new forums were set up so we could engage with people on a broad range of matters and we've been holding them all over the municipality. So we're coming as close to you as we can and you can raise whatever matter you want. Uh, at the last one, which was the Council of Conversations and Community Forum that was at Peel Street Park in Collingwood a few weeks ago, uh, there were lots of conversations. Some of those were around open space, there was support for more parks and road space reallocation and contraflow bike lanes and new waste management systems. And what we're doing during those forums is we're collecting some basic info and we're then having officers follow up with all of those different matters. So it can really help inform different projects that are currently underway and or may be proposed in future. That sounds good. It's uh, LGAs, you're really at the coalface of a lot of, uh, you know, like community interest and or feedback. And it's great to see Yarra is, you know, you're out there listening uh, or actually giving, you know, allowing and giving platforms to uh, people's feedback. Absolutely. Well, it's a key part of what we do. And again, at those forums, as well as, you know, just being able to reach out and engage with your councillors directly, we're happy to try and address any of those issues on the spot where we can. Yep. Sometimes they're a matter of like just notifying the relevant officer. It's like, oh, that needs addressing? Great. And they can get straight onto it. So they're proving to be really valuable. And we're hearing from a much broader spectrum of the community through these forums, which is really exciting. Good. Yeah, because I think um, with Yarra, it's just, oh, you know more than this than I because you're, you know, being a councillor, you're almost like a subject matter expert. But Yarra is a pretty young demographic. 
It is. We also have a large number of renters, so it's quite interesting in terms of the municipality. And you also see that reflected in the councillor group as well, where we have a number of councillors at different age points. So I think it's actually quite reflective of our community. Yeah, and I think that's something that tends to get missed, I think, in mainstream of a media sort of thing. And it's like Yarra's a very diverse, young area in, in many respects. And uh, I think it's, you know, it's just making these things, you know, like you were just t- talking about, you know, the, these meet, greets, forums, whatever, uh, you know, try and make time to talk to your councillors. It, it can open up how your local area can be changed or finding out information and, you know, this sort of general... Um, bit more awareness about how your how your area operates. Absolutely, and we know that different people engage in different ways. Some people are happy to come along to council meetings. Some are not, you know, comfortable or confident enough to come along to those, or maybe they don't have capacity as well. And we see these forums as, frankly, just as important in terms of engaging directly with people about the matters that are really important to them. Mm. That's a really important point to bring up about council meetings. Is as important as they are, and they're open to the public, you know, for public questions and submissions mm. from things. Uh, you know, myself, I've been going to these for a long time, but I will admit they are very difficult to access for people who have different time requirements and you know different things that they do. So it's great that mm. you're opening up this process. Absolutely, because yeah, again. Some people may not have capacity or may not feel comfortable to come along to those. Sometimes they do, and that's absolutely fantastic. But we want to make sure that we hear from people that, you know, may not have the capacity or don't want to come to those, but still do want to engage with council. And I think we're really filling that gap, if you will, in terms of providing these alternative forums. Great. So thank you so much for your time today, um, Edward. It, um, I look forward to uh, just you know, watching how the, you know, the testing improvements and the New Deal for Cycling stuff kind of progresses over time. And I was just mentioning in the beginning of the show, it was kind of rather exciting to actually see some temporary fencing and the like actually um, appear down the end of Gipps Street because I know that Yarra have been doing improvements all the way down language towards that area. So for when it finally is completed yeah it's really exciting so very happy about that but again to anyone that's listening right now feel free to pop along today and have a chat with the mayor at clifton hill skate park at 2 30 to 3 30 or pop along this saturday at 10 to 12 at the hive shopping center and have a chat with other councillors that will be attending that as well great thank you for your time today thank you so much you have a great day Hi, I'm Robbie Thorpe. Beyond the Bars is 3CR's annual prison radio series where we share the mic with Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander men and women in Victoria's prisons. Uh, We are such a huge representation in prison all over Australia. Statistically, it has to stop and it's not going to stop while you're building more beds in a prison. It's a Band-Aid. What about beds outside? Tune in to 3CR during NAIDOC week at 11am each day from Monday the 3rd to Friday the 7th of July. We'll take you inside six Victorian prisons. Dame Phyllis Frost Centre, Barwon Prison, Fulham Correctional Centre, Loddon Prison, Marguerite Correctional Centre and Port Phillip Prison. To hear stories, songs, opinions and poems from the men and women inside while connecting with culture and community. The shows will be live on 3CR 855 on your AM dial. 
3CR Digital and streaming via our website or the Community Radio Plus app. For more information, head to our website, 3cr.org.au backslash beyondthebars. a bit of a sprightly uh, start to uh, the end of the show, which is uh, the Saints. <laughs> oh, don't mind me, the Saints. Okay, thank you so much to Edward Crosslands from City of Yarra for making time to have a chat. And also, if you haven't had a look at the uh, Your Say thing about cycling improvements, I would strongly suggest you go and have a squeeze at it. And unfortunately, my phone's just gone, nah, I am going to open something else. What else do I want to have a chat about today is a few things. I'll just... Sorry, Chris Bailey, rest in peace. But anyway, just turn that down a little bit. And there was something else I wanted to discuss. Ah, yes, Friday night. Friday night saw Kerford Road, uh, Critical Mass, the Shrine to See. Good on everyone who made, uh, turned up. And again, inclement weather, as per usual, is for, for winter. But... These things uh, in terms of public events and the like and getting out there and showing what a street can be when you're together riding. The, the, the peace, the joy, the whatever. Everyone, everyone comes away from going to a critical mass with their own viewpoint or their own experience and people experience a street in a completely different way when you're riding together. It's less uh, antagonistic, less aggressive, and it's just a whole bunch of people riding either home together or in one direction together. And I don't know how much I can give away about this, but getting into October, that uh, critical mass may indeed be coming through the Yarra and Derebin areas. (laughs) And uh, we're still discussing things at the moment, what we're going to do. So... Yeah, stay stay tuned. So Critical Mass, well, so far since its re-animation uh, has been out in the West, it's been in the city with some of the stuff that uh, Extinction Rebellion have done, BikeWest, uh, also Port Phillip Bicycle User Group, Stonington Bicycle User Group, and it looks like the baton may be coming over to uh, Streets Alive, Derebin and Yarra Bicycle Users Group. So we'll see what happens in the next few months. So stay peeled. So there's probably a few more rides over winter. I uh, have no insight into that, but it's good to see that these rides are continuing. As I said, it gives you, well, gives the participant a view into how streets can be less confrontational and how you can just simply ride your bike without fear or the um, kind of that looming uh, over over vigilance that we all do. Okay, I think that's all I've got time for today. Uh, if you haven't had uh, or you haven't gotten around to donating to 3CR Radiothon, the good news, it's not too late. Any donation over $2 is tax deductible. Uh, well, actually, mm, hang on, so it's just gone the 3rd of June, so hang on, uh, you can keep that for next year. You can call... Nine four one nine eight three double seven, or you can text zero. F- oh, actually, I'll do this a bit different. Zero four triple 
0985 or you can go to 3cr.org.au donate forward slash donate so yeah thank you so much to everyone who's helped Yarra Bosque Users Group go over our target of $1,300 and I'll repeat that again that we have made at this point $1,751 and that's for you beautiful people that have helped us stay on air help the station stay on air and you've contributed at a time when really it's quite difficult for so many people at the moment as um councillor crossan mentioned in the previously yarra we have a high portion of renters and younger people and it is indeed a very difficult time and uh for those of you who have made time to uh well you know you contributed thank you so much anyway hopefully next week uh, Val and Faith will be back in the studio. Uh, I should have this podcast up later today, or if you can go to 3cr.org.au forward slash Yarrabug, you can look to for the on-demand option, or have a look at the community radio app as well, where you can stream online. So, is there any other announcements I need to do? That's pretty much it, so stay tuned, stay radical. And uh, up next is Shebop, followed by Black Block. Laughing at your jokes like an actress. So funny. Pouring up my heart on your mattress. Like, honey, yeah, I say I'll give you all I got. But then again, I leave after breakfast. Full tummy. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.